When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Anthony Totry, joined on are. this wonderful Wednesday by Shane Diefenbach, yeah, Sean yeah, um, yeah, Gentlemen, happy hump day. Your hump day. Oh, you looked like you really enjoyed that one, Sean. You got to say it like the camel from the commercials. I don't know what you want from me. I mean, yeah, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't know what I want from you either. At this point. <laughs> I, I really don't. I really don't. Um, I do want to get straight into it because this happened almost or just about 24 hours ago um, yesterday. But we finally have a name for ASU's multi-purpose arena, Mullet Arena. And Charles, Charles in the chat with honestly a great question. Who is going to be growing a mullet for this? Well, I'm going to go on a limb and eliminate myself. Uh, and we have to really eliminate Totri because Totri yeah. will never change his hair. He's going to be 90 years old and still have the same hair. Bro, uh, if came... I'm 90 still rocking this hair, I will love yeah. it. And yeah, he I came out of the womb with that. Um, I have to get permission from my girlfriend first, and she's already said no. So Really? Yeah, she hates it. She hates the idea of it, and it won't happen. Um, I think you can I... the mullet, though. I definitely could. There's there's zero chance that I would look bad. I mean, first of all, come on. But second of all, you're right. I think it would be fantastic. Um, I you do know think who rocks the mean mullet though. PD. Yeah. Yes, he was showing it off on the Coyote Show earlier today. That shit was filthy. Got Sticky, Sticky Joe. Joe in the yeah. chat. First off, love the name. Um, <laughs> second of all, the the student section is gonna go crazy because the actual arena itself. Is just awesome. Yesterday I, was my first first yeah. chance to actually go see it. Can I just reinforce the fact that the student section bleacher seating rolls right up to the freaking glass, like yeah. on the away goalie's side where they goaltend for the first and third period. Like it's gonna be so loud and rowdy. People are gonna be so respectfully mean. I'm so excited. So respectfully they should, they should just mean. Do away with glass and just put like mesh there so you could just scream right right. Yeah, that's safe. Fucking take yeah, a I mean, hundred mile an hour slap shot. Speaking of hundred miles an hour, did you see O'Neill Cruz this morning? Yeah, that's uh, stupid. Pirates he uh, hit, what, 122? 122.4. Fastest <laughs> exit velocity. In their 14 to 2 loss. That cast. Yeah, era. O'Neill Cruz, not good at baseball, but he is good at hitting the baseball very mm-hmm. hard and far <laughs> and fast. I'm just like just like me, not very good at podcasting, but I can talk a lot. So, wow, sure. okay. 
So are you the O'Neill of the podcast? Um, no. 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 I think we have Mario. Mario is a physical specimen. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. You're I'm, saying Shane's not a physical specimen. No, I'm neither a physical nor a specimen. <laughs> okay, um, so back to Mullet Arena. Just what is your guys's or what was your guys's initial impression of the name? Um, because I don't know what you guys expected, but this wasn't what I expected. But I get it, being that it's named after um, the donors. Yeah, not what I expected for sure. My first reaction was just as like someone with like a advertising marketing background. I'm like, oh, well, that's money. Like I could like the the jokes and the just like the people rocking mullets and all of that, calling it the mullet. Like that all just that was immediate. So it was cool in that regard. It's hard for me to knock the name because it's somebody's last name and it's like after a donor and this program wouldn't be here if it was wasn't for the mullet family. So like. Mm-hmm. I think if they were just like, you know what's cool? Mullets in hockey. And they named it the mullet. Probably wouldn't be a big fan of it. But it's mullet with two Ts. Um, mm-hmm. Named for a good reason. So for that reason, I mean, it's it's pretty cool to have. To, I mean, they easily, especially with the Coyotes playing there, they easily could have sold the naming rights. And mm-hmm. instead, they just decided to honor yeah. donors. And I think that's cool. Since Gerald is in Hawaii and nobody's been able to really do this much um, since he's been gone, I'm going to have to... Uh, be my best Gerald right now. Uh, the decision was very obvious. I feel like to name it this, I didn't think, I don't think they took a long time mulling over the decisions. Um, thank you. But yeah, I mean, it's the only one, it's the one way you could go. I loved the pictures that came out of it. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited. Sticky Joe asking, would you rather have a glass seat or a better view of the ice? I definitely think you need to try both. Um, yeah. the party deck area and just the second level in general is one of the coolest viewing areas I've ever seen for a rink in general. So that would be great. I think for the first couple of games, it's going to be, I mean, the, all the games will be rocking, but especially the first couple of games, I would try to get on the glass. Um, yeah. But yeah. definitely experience both because my God, it's going to be so cool. Yeah. Something going to be a lot of I fun. Mean, the, like Leah said, selling mullets in this team store, like they're already leaning so heavy mm-hmm. into the mullet thing. Like Coach Powers, they posted a picture of Coach Powers with the mullet today. They had, um, ooh, I'm going to butcher, I'm Mastro, because <laughs> Leah could yeah. pronounce the name, and I can pronounce it, but I need to be reading it. Um, but a, a senior transfer for ASU hockey team, like he was on the Coyote show today. They had Josh Stone come in and, and video bomb wearing a mullet. Like they're leaning full into it. I, I think it's, it's going to be like a, obviously it's going to be a cr- crazy environment anyways, but if you have the whole nine, four, two crew showing up in mullets, Oh yeah. That's just going to be, that's going to be like the most fun. I, I think the most fun experience in NCAA hockey. Yeah. It's definitely gonna be a lot of fun. And it's not just for uh, ASU hockey. You mentioned the coyotes, but you're going to get ASU wrestling in there. Yeah. ASU gymnastics. Like it is the whole wrestling team needs mullets now, right? Yeah, I think so. I think that would be awesome. I think, in all honesty, I think ASU wrestling, like, it's going to be – it's not going to be talked about nearly as much, obviously, because this arena is for the Coyotes. It is for ASU hockey mainly. But I feel like it is a slept-on thing that this venue is going to be used for other ASU sports yeah. that have in the past kind of also been neglected in terms of just getting kind of their own thing. Um, I know ASU wrestling has been doing their their meets and stuff at DFA. Um so to get them a, a new place, a new home too, I think is only going to boost the morale for that program. Um, what do you guys think about what this does for for Ray Anderson's legacy, right? Because he's hired some great coaches in maybe some non-revenue sports. We've talked about the whole NCAA investigation 
um, just the COVID seasons, all that stuff. So I feel like his legacy is kind of teeter-tottering um, in a lot of ASU fans' heads. Where do you think having this arena puts him? I mean, it's it's awesome, but not, his legacy is not changing. Like it, by something like this, it's not going to change at the drop of the of, of a hat, dude. It's got to. It's really, really got to change over time. You have to see long success in in revenue sports for people to even consider forgiving him for multiple hires and neglection of what they want. Um, mm-hmm. th- th- I don't think this directly changes anything. I think it's awesome, and I'm so happy. But this. I don't know. I just don't think it changes much. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about like the public perception of Ray, like they're only going to really care about football. I mean, yeah. like I have said in the past, I, I like if you take football out of the equation, and obviously the Trisha Ford thing, which kind of not really in his hands. Like he doesn't really, he can't control how much yeah. money he has. Like he's done a pretty good job. Like there's been a lot of programs that have done really well. Like baseball is back, kind of up on the ups, and Willie Willie was, I think a great hire like i mean it's still obviously to be seen whether or not it actually is like produces but like on paper hiring a, a program legend in willie bloomquist is a good hire like and then doing this i think is kind of his like golden egg of like just the the best thing that he has done for this program and it's like a, a legitimate impact for not just asu but like kind of the entirety of ncaa hockey the sport yeah. of hockey out west in Arizona, just like the city of Tempe, the Valley, all of that. So like that is, and obviously you can only give him so much credit for that as well, but like, it depends on how you're looking at it. In my eyes, like it's, it's a pretty big accomplishment. I think regardless of how the rest of his thing, his tenure goes, unless ASU football wins like a national championship or something like this will be kind of his greatest accomplishment, but to the public, it's not going to matter if football still sucks. So. Yeah. I mean, I think I think you hit the nail on the head there as kind of both of you. I don't think his legacy changes much in terms of like the day to day or getting stuff done like this. Um, But I I like Josh's comment, too. Like if his legacy ended today, it's probably viewed a little bit more on the negative side. Uh, But people will always be like, well, yeah, he got the arena done, which was cool. Uh, Which brings me to my last question on this topic is what team would you like to see get? Basketball, 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 volleyball, any I think football, ASU commencement, literally any sport that plays in DFA, burn that arena with fire. You think football deserves one more than I didn't say no, 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 no. I didn't say they deserve one more. Well, but no, I like I would like like to see football get a new arena before. I just think Sun Devil Stadium sucks. They just renovated a big part of underneath and and a bunch of the facilities. It's ASU it basketball is is a is a standing skeleton. It is a <laughs> it is a waterless, energyless pit that has seen a twenty nine point game as of last year. Fans vacate and then cancel a game because there was not running water. That place is defunct to the yeah. max. Yeah, sometimes I joke about wanting to commit arson. Um, that arena actually makes me want to burn it to the ground. Wow. Um, I like I love new stadiums, so like I well in theory, like obviously there's a whole financial all that stuff. Ignoring mm. all of that, the yeah, but we're stuff. not here to discuss. The yeah, ignoring all the real stuff, like the idea of a new stadium, especially a new a big new football stadium, is exciting. And I also think with the kind of the trajectory of this football program, they could do with a slightly smaller stadium. Um, so like it would be cool in theory, but like the only right answer in this situation is is 
basketball and volleyball, the programs that play in DFA. And obviously wrestling and gymnastics are already getting the new one. Um, but DFA is just might as well be Oceanside Arena. Like they need they need something new. Yeah, 100 um, percent Jacob commenting in the chat, he'd like to see softball. If Trisha Ford was here, I think she could make a very good case for uh for getting a new softball uh ballpark. Uh, but we'll see, you know, yeah. what kind of I mean of that's another thing. Ballot. I would like baseball to be like right there. I mean, where Packard was, like right there with the rest of the stadiums. Like that would be cool yeah. too to have literally all the programs in a, a block essentially. Like yeah. which I know is kind of their plan like they want to create that whole athletic facility there um but yeah baseball just kind of being a little further away from everything i would like it to be with everything yeah. else 100 percent uh instead of committing arson sean when you're in tempe at dfa uh would recommend uh, like you something said, else? I, I feel like i need to clarify that was a joke yes. um but just in case just if, just if the dfa burns to the ground tomorrow i had nothing it to do with it i sean had didn't do it uh, instead, instead of setting DFA ablaze, you should just go to Burrito Express when you're in Tempe, uh, because I think that might take Good away your frustrations. Probably take away some frustrations. I know it would for me. I haven't had Burrito Express since I've gotten back, but I am really, really excited um, just because we are going to be in Tempe so much next week to go to Burrito Express. Uh, oh, you still got some of those burrito cards? I wonder how many of the freshmen that we we gave out those cards to have gone to Burrito Express multiple times. Tons. I feel like I mean I, I would if I lived in Tempe as a freshman I would have to go there multiple times like I'm yeah I live right so in Tempe hungry. I would be there I'd be there I think I'd be there every day genuinely I would like I wake up every morning wanting a, a burrito from Burrito Express but I live on the other side of the valley so it's a little different yeah. for me oh but, yeah I made a burrito this morning oh was it as good no. Yeah. I mean, but it was very good. It was very tasty, but it's hard to replicate the the excellence that is Burrito Express. Very true. Very true. Um, well, you can get a burrito next Wednesday on your way to Four Peaks because literally all of us are going to be at Four Peaks next week. It's our last Wednesday of the month, so you know what that means. All of the shows from PHNX are going to be live there. Um, and speaking of last Wednesday, it's going to be another opportunity for everybody to enter the Toast of the Month sweepstakes, you guys can win a $50 Four Peaks gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Go to gophnx.com or click on the link in the show notes. you got to be 21 or older and enjoy it responsibly. Josh in the chat saying, I ate it for the first time. Uh, messed up some bets, I guess, when I got my burrito wrapper signed. Not going to lie, it was delicious. Yeah, I was curious if you had eaten the burrito or what you did with the like the wrapper or any of that stuff i don't know i also didn't know uh, yeah i want to know if like the wrapper is framed like are you just i mean i feel like you you gotta do something nice with it right right i I mean it's got daniel and goddess signature on it a bunch of guys i mean you gotta keep it you gotta keep it while we're on the topic of asu football guys we are eight days away from kickoff this is literally the last week without arizona state football for a while um, and there are a couple players named to the senior bowl watch list. We've got Emory Jones, Ladarius Henderson, and Nesta Jade Silvera, Sean's absolute favorite guy on the team. Uh, so I'm curious out of all those names, obviously I think the easy answer is Emory is the most important of the team. He's a quarterback, whatever you take out that position, but which of these guys do you think is most important to their individual position groups? Like in that room, 
Ladarius. Yeah. If, it's not, if you're not if you're not Tang Emery, then I think it's Henderson. Like, I mean, the offensive line, a bunch of just question marks about what it's going to be. Like, new people, the captain on the team. Um, I think he's going to be the leader of that that line. I just yeah, uh, yeah. If I, I I I think that's the right answer. But also, if you're talking about who's important to the position group themselves, I mean, yeah, he's important leadership wise. But if Nesta's wreaking havoc on the right or left side, uh. Travis Moore is going to come off the other side or, yeah. you know, like, like one impactful defensive lineman can make the opposite end look incredible. We've seen the Aaron Donald effect many times and how yeah. much the, the player opposite of him gets paid when they leave the team and then their production goes down. Uh, Nesta can be that type of guy. So yeah, if I'm, if I, if I'm saying impact on the field, I think it's probably Nesta, but I, I mean, there's no way you can discredit what, Ladarius is going to have to do this year, not only on the field, but off the field. Yeah, 100%. I think I got to go with Nesta as well, just because it's like, no, like Ladarius Henderson being a veteran on this team, right? The offensive line has got a lot of depth, and there's a lot of guys that have played in other places where just they've been on competitive college football teams. Um, so, in terms of like leadership and like just experience, the offensive line is probably the most experienced unit on the team. Uh, whereas you look at Nesta, they already lost a senior in Michael Matus for the season with a knee injury. Um, we talked about, you know, over the off season, how they've lost guys in the transfer portal, getting Nesta, a guy that Sean, you mentioned a bunch of times that was such a dominant piece of the defense that he was coming from last year or in years past. Like, I think he can make or break this defensive line, especially with Donnie Henderson too, getting that defensive coordinator job. Like, I think he's going to be just massive. I think his health is going to be absolutely massive to this team. Um, I think, I mean, that unit can't afford to have Nesta go down in terms of like just really anything. They need him and they need him all year long. Um, Which of these guys do you think could boost their draft stock the most with a good year? I mean, I feel like that's probably Nesta. Like, I mean, I feel like he has the most opportunity to be like the best player on this team, or at least on that defense. Um, and I feel like if he if he's dominating, uh, if he's dominating, then he has a chance to to boost his draft stack. I feel like Emery is going to have a hard time, just because I don't know. I I mean he's not. I don't think he's going to be in a put in a great position to show off his arm. Like we obviously we talked about the questions with the receiving core and stuff like that. Um, so I feel like Nesta has the best position to really just like go out there and show what he's fully capable of, and. Mm-hmm boost that stock a little bit for sure. I I think Emery is is in a position where it would make him look even better if he succeeds. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I realistically, mean, probably not. But, I mean, he has all – like, if he explodes for – because you, you can get buried in the SEC. You can kind of get lost because of how many good quarterbacks are in that conference. In the Pac-12, if you're a top three guy, I mean, we see Cameron Rising stock going crazy now. Cameron Rising was – basically nothing before last year mm-hmm. and he brought utah to the top of the pac 12 like that can happen with emory i'm mean, not saying it's it's likely but he can definitely boost his draft stock i mean y- yeah he, it's not the same run heavy talented offense that utah has but you can you can still do it and i, I think emory is put in a pretty solid situation to be able to do that with a bunch of guys that nobody really knows yet yeah 
I think you both give a good answer. I think Emery, kind of like what you said, Sean, is just in such a difficult – like that position I feel like is so hard, especially on a team like ASU, to truly move the needle a whole bunch for yeah. scouts, for NFL teams. Um, and you have to remember – you have to remember it's a, like it's a, it's a good QB draft year too. Yeah. So like, is he going to do enough to really improve his stock to a point where it matters? Like there's going to be so many options, I think ahead of him, unless he, unless he does go crazy, it's going to be hard for him to really boost that stock to be one of those guys in that conversation. I think. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, and if ASU does have a crazy, amazing year, um, I mean, a lot of it will fall on Emory's shoulders, especially given the unknowns at wide receiver, um, so we'll see what happens, but I think it's got to be Nesta again, right? Like a guy that you mentioned it, Chain. Like we've seen the Aaron Donald effect. Like defensive linemen, pass rushers, um, run stuffers, they are so, so valuable, especially at the next level. Guys that can do a little bit of everything on the defensive line. Um, I think this will be a big year for him to, to prove the NFL scouts if he's got that pass rushing ability. He hasn't been known for that in the past. He's been kind of known as just like the run stuffing guy. Like you're going to have to go another way type of thing. But if he can really like break through some of these Pac-12 offensive lines, or if he can have a big game against Oklahoma State and like prove that he's capable of getting to the quarterback, I think hands down, he's the guy that can can boost his draft stock the most. Is there anybody on this team um, – veteran or kind of a younger guy that you see in the next few years next year maybe even being like the next early pick in the nfl draft um, from asu and when i say early like doesn't have to be first round but like first three rounds i feel like is still pretty early for us on it i mean we've heard the the charles hall praise and you know i forget i can't remember who it was but someone said that he was gonna like we're gonna see him in the league um like Jalen Strong said that. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Um, so like, I mean, that seems like a a possibility. I don't know though. I don't know. Like, I mean, it could be Ingata. Like, you saw what happened with with Rashad last year. Like, you see his catch position. today. Rashad, the yeah, yeah, just the mm. yeah. <laughs> Turn me up. RB one. Oh my gosh. Okay, dude. What do you think, Shane? Don't okay, dude. Me then ask me a question. Um, <laughs> okay, I, dude. I don't know. I mean, draft stock is so hard to predict. Jack Jones is apparently yeah. doing great things, and he was a yeah. seventh round pick. Um, yeah. It looks like my prediction is going to come true. And um, and uh, what's his name? How am I forgetting his name? Raiders. Oh my god. Darian Butler. Darian Butler. That's like my guy. <laughs> I've, I've had a long. I've had such a long day. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Darian Butler. It looks like he's going to make the roster. Um, after not being drafted talent talent is hard to describe or talent is hard to predict when it's going into the hands of nfl scouts you don't really know what they're looking for so big body ladarius big body nesta probably your best bets but raising draft stock i don't know what they want i don't know what more they want we'll we'll see as sean said this is a good quarterback draft class um but does does he have to come out after this year doesn't he have another year after this um, I don't know if he's used his COVID okay. year. Well, I'm pretty regardless. sure. I mean, well, he he's on the senior bowl watch list, so. Yeah, um, so yeah. yeah. But I mean, you talk about the size thing. Like two other guys, Roe Torrance and Messiah Swinson. Like those are yeah. two guys that are probably going to have an opportunity 
to go out there and show what they're capable of. If they can do that with that size, like the draft stock's probably going to rise a decent amount too. So I feel like those are two guys that could kind of work their way on some guys' draft boards um, if they can perform, just given the physical gifts that they already have. Yeah, don't sleep on Xavier Valaday either. As a guy True. coming from Wyoming, he's finally on the big stage. Like, I mean, if there's anybody yeah. that's going to go off. The running back draft value is basically yeah, nothing unless you're a stud, though, yeah. man. Like, it's if I was an NFL GM, I would never, I know, but if I was an NFL GM, I would never draft a running back. I just would ever. No, pick pick him up off waivers, man. Like, you get. I wouldn't draft guy. a running back in the first two rounds. That's for sure. Yeah, first two I'm, rounds. Uh, I mean, rare, really rare occasions. Like, if you get you like, have Christian to be McCaffrey. Yeah, like if you get uh, you get there's like a handful of guys that might be worth drafting that early, but I mean, yeah, like when was the last time a running back went in the first? I think was it Saquon? It might have been. I can't think of another one. Saquon, and then before him was what Zeke? Yeah, in 2016. I can't even think of any other rookie running backs or like young running backs. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, I just think of like Zeke. Melvin Gordon was a first-round running back. Todd Gurley was, was a first-round running Henry back. Derrick Henry after Saquon? No, Derrick Henry, I believe, was before Saquon. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those. It's you're right. There is not – just NFL GMs don't look at running backs the way they do. Oh, is Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Diego says? Yeah, CEH, I think, went at the end of round one to the mm. Chiefs. Gosh. That's oh, Najee Harris wild. last year. Oh, oh Najee. Najee was a yeah. Bro, Najee was such overall. a freak at Bama, though. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, my God. He was so good. Oh, yeah, and then Brees gosh. Hall was picked with a fourth pick of the second round. So, I mean, he was this year. So, he's close. But he, He's not yeah. going to be RB1. Sorry. The Jets sorry, don't sorry, count. Sorry, sorry, Brees Hall fans. Michael Carter's better than him. Uh, the Jets right, don't count. We don't. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Well, we sorry, talked a lot Jerry about Ramos. running backs. A lot about running backs. A lot about uh, the NFL. That's going to be getting kicked off here uh, in the next couple of weeks. I'm super excited for that. College football, we talked about it, is starting this weekend. Week zero, baby. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook Give me the Corn Huskies. Promo code PHNX. Bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Guys, how have your bets been doing lately? We haven't talked too much. Brother, my shit is fucked right now. What do you Um, mean? I'm just I I've been getting really unlucky. Um, <laughs> My shit is fucked right now. The Phillies yeah. scored like six straight runs, but they won six to five yesterday after having the minus f- one and a half. I had my Ooh. first over day on bets in like three months, so that kind of felt good. I felt a little humbling, um, <laughs> but yeah, you're not untouchable. No. What about you, Sean? Uh, I'm <laughs> corn huskies. It's corn. Um, I um. I'm I'm taking I'm getting ready. I'm, I haven't bet in a couple of days. I'm getting ready for NFL season. I'm, you know, getting in the zone, hacking into the mainframe, doing my research. You know what I'm most excited for about the NFL season is what? live betting. Like live betting the Falcons when they're down thirteen nothing at halftime at plus four twenty five and watching them storm all the way back at the hands of Desmond Ritter in week five. Uh, I'm fired up for oh, it. Put Mar- some respect on Marcus Mariota. I love Marcus Mariota. He's just gonna. <laughs> he's just gonna. He's gonna be sick a week. Just sick. Like you uh, know, he's, he's gonna have a tummy ache. He's got like a cold. Oh, a tummy ache. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> he's on the Very pup list with a tummy ache. He's gonna get. It. Imagine if they just marked gonna, it like that. <laughs> gonna get an injection that goes too far, and then he's got a what? Tyrod Taylor. 
Oh, yeah. They punctured his lung. It is, cr- Dude. It, it is crazy how that doctor almost killed Tyrod, and now yeah. Justin Herbert's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. You know what's yeah. even you know what's even crazier? Um, that everyone's kind of just glanced over the poop game that Lamar had. We need another one of those. That shit was so fun. <laughs> there was nothing better than that. Fourth and two. He comes back. Need, need, needs just two yards and throws a freaking beautiful cross over the middle to to uh, Hollywood Brown after after taking what would probably was a fantastic release. Um, so <laughs> I'm so ready for this. Yeah. Okay, awesome. man. Okay, man. I'm excited because in a couple of weeks we're going to be back in the office and we're going to be able to actually go live and show everybody the studio and all that fun a stuff. A couple of weeks, like uh, like I mean, technically six days. Or six, a week, we're I not going to be live, live for a Tuesdays, minute. Yeah, a yeah, week. Well, well, yeah, a little. Oh no, because next week is is four peaks. Little so over Friday. a week. Little yeah. over a week. Um, no, it'll be Thursday, um, for us. But for all of the other beats, or most of the oh, other beats, duh. they'll be able to go live earlier in the week. Um, but super excited for everybody to see it. We've talked about it before, but more furniture. Um, they hooked us up. I was at the office for the first time in a minute yesterday. And my God, that place is a, it's a palace. I would absolutely <laughs> love palace. to be there. It is. It, Are you nah, kidding you're not me? Wrong. I cannot, you're not I wrong. cannot wait to watch football, basketball, like any, we talked about it yesterday. Like, I can't wait to just be there watching some of those sports because it's just, I mean, it's better than DFA. I'll tell you that. And I know Sean agrees. <laughs> I mean, the seats are comfier. That's you know what, you know what I'm fired up for? Hmm. November, Thursday night football. Like Eagles at Bears or something uh, on one TV, and Julius Randle thirty-five, eight, and eleven on the other TV. Jeez, and then Jalen Hurts throws for three hundred fifty yards, and okay. Devontae Smith goes crazy. Okay. Uh oh, AJ Brown touchdown! I had him first touchdown score. Just turn me up. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> to go. We'll probably have a point during this year where we have football, basketball, and hockey on all, all the TVs. TVs. Yeah, 100%. we probably will. We will. Like, I'm, presumably, I just don't. I haven't looked at the schedules to make sure they line up. But. Well, they will. They always find a way to do so. I promise. It makes my job very hard. Yeah, it's a new studio, new furniture, the whole nine yards. If you're interested in checking out Moore's Labor Day sale, visit MoreFurniture.com. Gents, it is time for the last part of our Wednesday show. Another on the clock. Got it. We're snake drafting jerseys this week. The best sports jerseys of all time in honor of the Phoenix Suns who released their um, their throwbacks yesterday. Um, I'm pumped to whoop your guys' ass for the third straight week in another draft. Listen, the last time we had later. something to do – we, when we came to the Logos one, which this is very close to, I embarrassed the two of you. So be careful. So be you're careful. assuming – you assume that you're just going to no, stomp us. No, but you are assuming that you're going to stomp us, and I'm just saying – the last time we drafted anything close to this, I embarrassed you. So I, I wouldn't okay. be that confident. Now just check yourself. Okay, man. Okay. Um, so I won the last draft. The last draft was what did we do? We did was Disney last? No, week? Was, yeah, Disney movies. Was, no, last week was no, video was games. Before. And I was oh cheated, yeah, last week was but video I don't games. need to talk about it. It's okay. And what happened? I was cheated, but it's fine. Oh, you were cheated. Oh, yeah, because of the graphic. Excuses um, are the nails in the house of failure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm just saying when I set precaution. I know we're not doing this. Again. Okay, I'm well, right. this Go is... Ahead. You're, you got the first pick. I got the second one. Sean's got the third. Anthony Totry. We are drafting the best sports jerseys of all time. You are now on the clock. There's no way I can't go with my personal favorite. Yeah. No, you're not. But I think... Oh, I am. This is crazy. I think it's the best jersey in sports. I just won the draft. Okay. 
Give me the San Diego Chargers powder blues. I knew that was coming. Uh, I mean, such a miss. I mean, it's a great jersey. It's a great jersey, but but we're pH. It's definitely a top three jersey. We're pH. I don't know about top three, but we're yeah. Shane's about to take my top pick. I know. Yeah, it's the it's the purple sunburst. It's not even close. Oh no, you're you're taking the Diamondbacks. No, what are you taking? I'm taking the Kachina. The white Kachina jerseys. Those are the those are the. I'm just saying recency bias is going to win this draft. Uh, so you're pandering. Yes, I'm, cool. I have to pander now. The sunbursts are cool, but they're super overrated in my opinion. That's not true. That's your opinion. Um, okay. So I, I got the Kachinas, and then I'm going to go. If if they were still here, um, I would have drafted the Powder Blues, mainly because I knew that Totri would have taken yeah. them on the way back. Um, I am going to go. I feel like I got to go purple pinstripe Toronto Raptors jersey. I mean, those are just the Barneys. Yeah. Yeah. Those are iconic. Okay. Um, now it's kind of like whatever. Like I feel like. All. Yeah. Um, I'll take, I don't want to go too Arizona heavy, actually. I don't know. I don't know. I, once again, just wasn't prepared at all for this. So yeah. give me a second. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with like weird ones, I think, because I don't really know what to do anymore. Um, I've just been getting killed in these drafts, and it's definitely my fault. Um, give me the shit. give me the white sunburst. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Uh, <laughs> well, I forgot one, and so I'm really hoping it comes back to me. It might, but I, I just I thought of one that I should should have drafted before the Raptor, or maybe not before the Raptor, but I hope it comes. Back. Um, give me the Pistons teal jerseys. Big fan of those. Um, give me the Miami Heat vice jerseys. Which ones? Um, the There's like seven ones. of them. Oh, the black ones. <laughs> no, I'm going to the black ones. But did you want the uh, the Gogurt ones? You wanted like the, 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 the me? Yeah. No, the black ones are not the the white ones are the best. The Dwayne Wade ones are far superior. I was gonna take those, but now I'm not. Um, well, okay. I mean, you can still. No, also give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers cream. Damn it. Nice. That's, that's where great, I was. That's yeah, exactly that's, what I was, that's where I was going to go on the way back to. Great pick. Toe tree. Um, all right. Give me. Hmm. Oh boy. I might just go crazy here. Are we doing professional sports teams or can I do minor leagues? Uh, no, give me the mighty ducks jerseys. Which ones? The, like the white ones with the. Yeah, triangle. The white ones with the the class, the, the the mighty ducks jersey yeah. is the one everyone knows. Yeah. Um. All right. That's what that would have been my next pick. So, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. This is. I'm just kind of pulling this one out. I, I I'm gonna save this one because I know I'll be able to get it last. Um. This this is this is for me. This probably won't give me a single vote, but it's the the Washington National City Connectors, the, the the cherry blossom ones. Those are my oh, favorite. Yep, those, those are, go, I think, my favorite sports jerseys I've those ever seen. Those go crazy. Full stop. Um, okay. And then, no, actually, I'll take it now. Um, going back around, I will take the Nigerian World Cup jerseys, just the, the nice. crazy green ones that came from a couple years ago. That's a good pick. Solid um, pick. I'm going to go with probably the cl- most classic. Uh, but there's so many different variations of it. Can I just take the Canadians jerseys in general? I mean, just like the red ones or the white ones? The red ones. Yeah, they've I mean, changed a couple of, times, but they're kind of all the same, though. Yeah. Like, I'll give that to you. Don't think that's getting you a whole lot of votes, especially because Coyotes fans hate the Canadians, but. Um, I mean, I think it's the most classic jersey in 
in like almost all of sports. Oh, I disagree. What do you think is Yankees jersey? The yeah. pinstripes are the most iconic. I think, um, like Red Wings are iconic. I, I think mean, the that, Canadians that, are more. I just don't yeah. like Canadians. These more. are my last two picks. Maple right? Leafs. Last two picks. Yeah. All right, give me the Orlando Magic pinstripe revival jerseys. Terrible, I but okay. Jerseys. I disagree. Uh, and then give me FC Barcelona's jerseys. Which ones? Like the classic? They're, like yeah, the Messi the, era? Yeah. Like the 2010s? The classic ones. Okay. Um, um, that rounds out my team. This is – nobody's going to know this one. Or not nobody's going to know this one. Some people might know this one. I don't think it was ever going to get drafted. But this is like my favorite all-time jersey. Um, one off. It's the red bandana jersey from Boston College. Um, I don't know oh. if you know the story of the 9-11. Yeah. Or got the hero from 9-11 um, that was on the team. They look incredible. Incredible story. If you haven't seen that, there's a documentary on that's fantastic. And also the jersey is just really cool. Um, you should look it up. It's fantastic. So that is my last pick. Thank you, Josh. This is tough. Um, I'm trying to think of the jersey, the various jerseys that I have. Um Dude, I'm sorry. I got to pause real quick. Every single day, I haven't, I've never said anything about this. Every single day that we do a remote show and you have that thing, the. You think it's a person? It I think it's a person. I yeah, think it's just sure. somebody sure. that hangs from there and just like chills. I don't like it. I don't like it. Buy me a house so I can build a background. I That's that's not a me thing. That's That's a you thing. I mean, if you guys such a problem with it, it's a you thing. <laughs> it's it's uh, not. It's not a me thing, man. Whew. Okay, this is tough. I I just can't decide what sport to go with here. To be honest, yeah. Um, I'm trying. Look at. Let me look at my list real quick. I got so I got hockey, basketball, baseball, and soccer all covered. You know, football. Uh, right? No football, but the creamsicles are the only one that I can think of on top of my head that really deserve to be in the top 15 jerseys of all time. I think. Uh, really you don't think the powder blues deserve to be in the top 15 oh no that yeah no no, those two you're you're right Uh, i think the raiders have have yeah those are iconic but like they're just nothing special about them they're just you don't like the steelers bumblebee jerseys bro i do like those a lot i think they're unnecessarily shit on i think they're just they're just fun the the ones with the box as the number yeah (laughs) they're just fun why not see they're fun but they're also garbage it's like fun garbage yeah there's a lot of like very playing in trash not healthy Buffalo yeah one, sometimes it's fun go. it depends how drunk you are though like yeah. if you're drunk and you're watching the steelers in those jerseys by the fourth quarter you're like fuck yeah i'm gonna order one of those jerseys first quarter you're I like why are so. why are we no, wearing those i don't think so no no um aaron Ooh, i considered it um there's just but which one? They, they're so polarizing too some people hate them damn okay i am going to go i feel like i'm probably just gonna there's like a huge miss here somewhere I'm just going to do this for me. I don't care if I lose this draft. I'm going Buffalo Sabres, red and black goat heads. Those are my just – I grew up with off of those things. I love them so much. I <laughs> wow. I needed a draft. I, you know what, uh, Sean, I respect the fuck out of that pick. I honestly I, don't hate them, but – There's a lot of, like, Buffalo – like, I love the – there was, like, an old, like, the 20th anniversary Sabres one that were, like, royal blue, and it had this cool, like, Sabres font across – or it said Buffalo across it. I don't know how to explain it. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, I just I'm drafting that one for me. There's like a bunch of places I could have gone, but okay. I needed that one. A couple shout outs, shout out the Arizona Rattlers jersey that was on my list. Um, you like those? I do. Um, mm-hmm. shout out the big Atlanta Hawks jersey. Um, shout out the Whalers jersey. 
Um, and the Orlando Solar Bears jersey. That thing goes crazy if you haven't seen that. Um, um I considered yeah. I considered retro patriots with the standard yep, pat, so or, yeah, of course. pat. Um I mean there's I considered taking the home Mighty Ducks jerseys. I just don't want to double up on the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. I probably should have, to be honest, but um I don't know. There's a lot. I mean the Sun Devils have had a lot of great jerseys too. Um yeah. oh, back unis. I don't know. This probably wouldn't have got me any votes, but the old sunrise astros jersey with like the star yeah the tequila sunrise yeah yes. I, I, that was on my i list have also i have that jersey i just can't really wear it in public anymore um because i bought it before it's a nolan ryan jersey um but uh, i love those jerseys there's a lot of real this do we have the a list of what everybody drafted or not? yes so totri you drafted i forgot to write down your last two to be honest um, but you have the powder blue um chargers Miami Heat fight black vice jerseys, the creamsicle jerseys, and then what were your last two? Um, oh, Barcelona, the Orlando Magic, Orlando Magic pinstripe jerseys, the pinstripe Barcelona jerseys, and Barcelona's classic jerseys. Right. And then Shane had the Sun Sunburst, um, the Pistons teal jerseys, the white Mighty Ducks jerseys, the purple Sunburst. Yeah, the one they just okay. released, re-released. No, um, yeah, but the original. But yes, well, keep yeah. going. Um, the white Mighty Ducks jerseys, the Canadiens jerseys, and the red bandana Boston College jerseys. And I have the white Kachina, the purple Raptors, the Washington City Connect jerseys, the Nigeria World Cup jerseys, and the black Sabres goat head for me. Just for okay. me. I honestly think it's, I think across the board, I think it's pretty even. Yeah, I don't feel like you're doing yourselves any favors with the Orlando Magic and the Miami Heat jerseys, to be honest, Totri. I think the powder blue is a great pick. It's just not first overall. Um, Shane might win this one because the Sunburst one is going to get him really far, but people also. Yeah, Sunburst is going to get you a lot of votes. Um, That's true. I feel like the Pistons one has become kind of polarizing recently, but I feel like there was more people that hated it than I realized. I'm not a huge fan of it, but. Mighty Ducks is obviously yeah, iconic. I have I have a Team Mussolini white Mighty Ducks jersey. That goes crazy. Um, Canadians are what they are, and the, yeah, but the red bandana jersey, I think, like, it's just the story behind it. There is not a better jersey in sports. Like, yeah, and, it, and I think it's so fucking cool looking. Yeah, it's, it's just so like, dope. it's just one of, that that story. If you don't know the red bandana story, look up the. What is the E60 thing they did yeah, on there? It's, Sports it's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. It's one of the thing. Um, it's it's yeah, it's un- unbelievable. Yeah, Aaron in the chat talking about the Dodgers. Dodgers do I feel like have some good jerseys. Uh, I feel like yeah. anytime you have I the cons- color blue, like you're, you're you're bound to have a decent jersey. I considered the Brooklyn Dodgers jerseys because I can't draft an LA Dodgers jersey, but the Brooklyn Dodgers are the same thing. They just say Brooklyn on it. They go yeah. pretty crazy. Um, I mean, I considered I considered the Serpientes jerseys or or the. D-backs, pinstripe jerseys. Like, those are two all-time jerseys. I also could have just went side. full chaos and dra- and drafted the action green Seahawks color rush jerseys. I considered that. Oh, I could. Say, I thought about color rush. Did you actually? First, yeah, I thought, well, I love Not those. Not the Seahawks ones. You like the Seahawks no, ones? I love the Seahawks ones. I, the action I, green, it's, it's I don't mind them either. People hate them. Yeah, I don't know why those people are just losers. I but do you remember when the Bills and the Jets <laughs> played color rush and it was, oh, the Bills were wearing like color rush Like the same red. color? And the Jets, no, the Jets were in color rush green, and all the colorblind people were like, we literally can't tell because they look exactly the same to us. And then it never happened again. Oh, best color rush of all time, though, the Saints white color rush jerseys. I love those. White white and black color rush jerseys are are elite. 
They're elite. With that, the, goal, yeah, well, the goal is the right accent. Hey, mm. underrated jersey in sports, the Miami Heat 2012 white hot jerseys. Those yes. things went I, crazy. My favorite Miami Heat jerseys of all time are the ones they, they've worn the last two years, I think, where it's like a, a they have letters. The letters are different letters. No, different you like the murderer had. one? I love those. I think I just think the content behind them is amazing. I love okay. it. Well, while we're on the topic the of ransom merch, note jerseys, you don't like while those? we're on the topic of no. merch, tell you guys about Foco. They've got you covered. With I the thought you were gonna be like, while we're on the topic of murder, <laughs> no, they've officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids, and everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. Head on over to foco.com or click the link below in the description for on all non pre sale items. Use the promo code PHNX for 10% off, gents. That is going to do it for another Wednesday show. If you want to vote and let us know who you think drafted the best jerseys of all time, you can do so over on our Twitter at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can give us a follow while you're over there. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef, and you can follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. Appreciating adventurous or courageous design ideas as always shout out the the ransom note miami heat jerseys okay we'll be back with an audio show on thursday but for now enjoy the rest of y'all's day peace